Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of VR in Education. Today, I want to talk about how we might evoke learning in VR through the concept of surprise. I recently listened to a TEDx talk by Dr. Michael Rossell about how the concept of surprise activates the brain to instill stronger connections to our belief system and maybe maybe even learning. So Dr. Rossell talks about our physiological and our neurological response to when we're surprised about something. So physiologically, our eyes might open wider and our heart speeds up. Furthermore, from a neurological perspective, our brain will often release this chemical called dopamine. When such a response occurs, Dr. Rossell says we are ready to form new beliefs or quite possibly reshape our old ones. Let me give you an example. If we walk outside in North America in the summertime to go cut our lawn and all of a sudden we see a zebra eating grass in our front yard, <laughs> we are most certainly going to be surprised. But as a result, our brain starts to process this information and we get this rush of a chemical in our brain called dopamine which gets us ready to make sense of what just happened. Hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of VR in Education. Today I want to talk about how we might evoke learning in VR through the concept of surprise. I recently listened to a TEDx talk by Dr. Michael Rossell about how surprise activates the brain to instill much stronger connections to our belief system and maybe even to learning. Dr. Rossell, he talks about the physiological and the neurological response to when we're surprised about something. So physiologically, our, our eyes might open wider and our heart might speed up. Furthermore, our brain will often release this chemical called dopamine. When such a response occurs, we're ready to form new beliefs and maybe even possibly reshape some of our old ones. Let me see if I can give you an example. If we walk out on a summer day to go cut our lawn in North America and we see a zebra eating grass in our front yard, we definitely or certainly would be surprised. And as a result, our brain might start to process information thanks to this rush of dopamine. And we're ready to worry about things like curiosity and what might happen next. Humans are no strangers to this. Our ancestors Humans were no strangers to this. For our ancestors, surprise usually meant 
either imminent danger or possibly great opportunity. So Dr. Rossell believes that in a moment of surprise, we are totally hardwired to learn something instantly. And dopamine, which is a neurological motivator, signals us to pay attention because something important is about to happen. As an event plays out, we start to evaluate, is this positive or maybe it's something negative? It's like we have hijacked our attention. The dopamine makes us curious about what just happened and ultimately it fuels our search for information on the event or experience itself. Okay, so if surprise is so important to belief systems or reshaping our beliefs or even learning, how do we maybe operationalize it and strategically we might use it to evoke learning in virtual reality? Let me give you a few examples of how this might happen. Number one, the strategic use of haptics. Haptics in virtual reality refer to the science of applying touch or tactile sensations and controls to our interaction within the VR world. Most commonly, these are created through vibrating or the buzzing of our hand controllers. But more importantly, haptics can help generate this element of surprise, which may enhance learning or an event or experience when triggered strategically. Let me give you an example. I recently tried the VR application Feed a Titanosaur. In this educational experience, you're given the opportunity to grab a branch from a tree and you offer it up to this giant titanosaur. So as you put the food into the dinosaur's mouth, this buzzing is triggered on one of your controllers and it totally makes you surprised. This unique event may help us understand and realize what it's like to feed a giant dinosaur and we p might pay closer attention to the sheer size and scale of the organism. So the physical buzzing of a controller in our hand could release dopamine in our brain and it might say, hey, alert, alert, pay closer attention to what happens next. Idea number two, to create surprise and maybe adjust or trigger learning is the strategic use of audio. Auditory messages and cues can have a profound cognitive effect on our beliefs and even our memories. We often associate songs and sounds to positive or even negative moments in our life. For example, whenever I hear the song by the cars, Who's gonna drive you home tonight? I know I'm not that great a singer. I remember my first slow dance. So sounds can act as a surprise mechanism to help trigger a response and evoke learning. 
Take the highly popular game Beat Saber. The game requires the user to strike blocks in certain directions with their handheld saber. In this VR application, our body works in tune with the gameplay and it's almost like we're in harmony or melody with the background music. The sounds of the song act as a trigger mechanism. So as we dodge walls and we slice the cubes with our saber, we start to feel this strong connection with the game. The timing and rhythmic flow of the songs help release maybe dopamine and it creates this positive connection. This interplay almost becomes addicting, which is why the game is so highly popular. Surprise as a tool to trigger learning is not new to education or teaching and learning. I remember I was first studying how to become a teacher back in the 90s and I was introduced to the work of Dr. Madeline Hunter and her research on lesson design. Dr. Hunter proclaimed that good lesson plans begin with a hook or she called it an anticipatory set. This trigger event heightened students curiosity and sometimes their motivation and engagement. I, I remember my go-to strategy, it was called the mystery bag. So this was a pillowcase and I populated it with items that might connect the rest of the lesson to learning outcomes. Students would have to come up to the front of the room and they'd stick their hand into the bag and rummage around but I wouldn't let them see inside and they had to guess the item inside the mystery bag. If they were correct, we'd pull the item out and we'd talk about how it might relate to their learning experience in the next hour or so. As VR starts to mature in our educational landscape, we need to seek out these mystery bag type experiences. When we're evaluating VR applications for education, we should look for encounters that evoke this surprise element to build connections and trigger learning through strategic haptics or well-placed audio. Believe you me, your students will thank you if you look for these mechanisms. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.